Welcome, Spartans, to Podcast Evolved, your home for Halo. I'm your host, Oren, and with me today is Krista. Hey. And David. That is by far the lamest Krista introduction we've ever done on the show. I just want everyone to uh, know that. I wasn't expecting to be first. I'm usually not <laughs> first for some reason. So I'm usually last. So that's wow. caught you off? Okay. Yeah, it really caught me off guard. Come on, you gotta get, you gotta, you gotta feel the excitement, you know, for the listeners. I'm, look, I have, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be reading a lot. I, I have a lot to go through. You know, I'm, I'm trying to pump myself up for that. I can't, I can't bring my energy to the intro. I have, I have to save it. All right. For the rest of the show. All right, we're gonna hold you to it. <laughs> uh, what's up, everybody? So this week we are continuing our lore series, the character dossiers, with our ninth character. Cortana. Yay! I know her. Uh, We'll dive into everything that she has done over the years. But before we get started, some housekeeping. If you're new to the show, welcome. This is Podcast Evolved. We host a variety of different shows. This is our main show where we report on the Halo lore, the Halo news, and reach out to you guys, the listeners. We have other shows, Halo Headlines, Builds with Blocks, Halo Book Club, and Mission Debrief. Uh, Mission Debrief is currently doing their 20 for 20 series on YouTube, if you want to go check that out. Uh, We also have a partnership with HCS Pro Talk, Will and Josh, where they discuss the latest information within the competitive Halo scene with an emphasis on community every single week. You can check them out on Twitch every Monday night, 8 o'clock central, and on your podcast feeds. If you want to learn more about all of those shows that just listed, if you want to learn more about each of those shows that I just listed, you can head over to our website, halopodcastevolved.com. If you're already a fan of the show, we ask us to leave a review and rate us. We greatly appreciate your guys' feedback that we receive from our listeners to improve the quality of all of our shows. I want to take a moment to thank all of our patrons. Thank you guys so much for all of your dedication and support over the last few months and years. Thanks, guys. You're the best. Yay! Woo woo! If you want to learn about becoming a patron, you can head over to patreon.com slash Halo Podcast Evolved. Our patrons receive a variety of exclusive rewards, such as early episodes, unique swag, and access to our own soundtrack of 18 songs, which is dope. I listen to it on the reg. And finally, we encourage our listeners to support Audible where they can enjoy the growing collection of Halo novels all in one place, along with thousands of other novels, guidance, wellness programs, and more. You can use the URL audibletrial.com slash podcastevolve to learn more and start your free trial today. There's a new Halo book coming out. I don't know if you know, but you can use one of your Audible tokens to redeem that Audible book when it comes back, or comes out. David, what have you been doing in this last week in Halo? Yo, yo. A uh, very, 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 very small bit. Uh, I updated Master Chief Collection. It was like 15 gigs. So I watched that get <laughs> updated. And that was for Season 8 of MCC. But uh, it was for um, Mission Debrief where we played some Halo 4. Krista Brown over there. Uh, hey. That was pretty fun. It's been a long time since I played Halo 4. Uh, even Halo 4 on co-op. So still pretty, plays pretty well. Uh, it was pretty fun. It was a good mission. It was the what was it called again? Crap, I'm blanking on the name. Infinity. Uh, Infinity. Infinity, yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, Quite enjoyable. Other than that, I haven't done much other than listen to our music, which I do on the reg as well, uh, as the kids say, like Oren. Uh, other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm getting 
ready for Divine Wind, like mentally ready. I'm ready for a new Halo book. It's been a while. <laughs> and so that's pretty damn cool. So I can't wait for that. Other than that, that's it. That's all my Halo stuffs. Nice, nice, nice. I need I need to check if my Xbox auto updated Master Chief Collection because if it hasn't, then I need to manually update that because I do want to check that out. Uh, but I haven't. Yeah, uh, I find sometimes Krista. the auto updates work and sometimes oh. they don't. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's weird sometimes. Like I, I went to go play Diablo the other day and it didn't update and I was actually surprised because I thought I told it to earlier that day, so I wouldn't run into that issue. But in any event, yes, a lot of cool things in season eight, and so I definitely want to check all those out in the coming weeks. So I will go over to my console after the recording to go do that. Um, Krista, what did you do in hey. this last week in Halo? Oh, shit. Uh, lots of Halo Infinite, because that was a thing that happened, and then it's not happening anymore, which is super sad. Um, yeah. You're referring to the, tech- the second technical test? The flight? Yeah, the big team battle one. That one was fun. But now it's over. Now I don't know what to do. Uh, and then, yeah, mission debriefs have also consumed uh, my time. <laughs> but that's about it, other than those two things. Just kind of waiting for uh, Halo Infinite proper at this point. We are under two months away, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, it's very exciting. A lot of things are happening. And... Um... Uh, I basically more of the same, uh, doing, doing more backend stuff, getting ready for infinite. Like I said, I need to play season eight of MCC. We have a book club coming around the corner with Halo Divine Wind. So I should probably maybe re-listen to our book clubs or reread synopses of Last Light and Retribution and maybe a little bit of Shadows of Reach. If, uh, if you want to prepare for those novels are for divine wind then yeah you can check out any of those book clubs that we did because it's a sequel to those three novels in a sense um all right enough plugging that book club let's move on to our main event this evening which uh, i believe krista will be taking it away oh no um i will introduce the topic for her this is uh Cortana, but last week, or last time rather, we talked about Dr. Catherine Halsey. Uh, We initially were going to do a Halsey-Cortana shared episode, but these two ladies have done so much for the Halo Galaxy (laughs) that they deserve their own episode, so we split them up. Um, So with Halsey, she's currently one of the greatest minds in the Galaxy, creating the Spartan program, Smart AIs, and the Infinity forerunner engine along with many more accomplishments she has a special connection with her spartan twos building a connection with them since she literally kidnapped and raised them when they were (laughs) children halsey is one of the leading minds regarding forerunner technology i guess leading human minds regarding forerunner technology having a strong affinity for understanding their technology halsey is currently considered a war criminal due to her nature of the spartan 2 program and her actions during Halo 4, and the overall current galactic situation that is going on. She's currently on the Infinity, but not detained. And she's also missing an arm. Yeah, yeah, I forgot to mention that. Yeah. She, she, I mean, she might get robo-arm, who knows? I feel like it, it's kind of like when... Th- it's kind of like when Thor got, like, 
like that his eye back or whatever it just kind of made sense right just just give it back otherwise she's gonna be missing an arm the whole time yeah she's gotta do stuff at this point she's one of the only hopes of the galaxy because she literally created the galaxy's enemy she needs she needs a robo arm that could have a ai chip inserted into to give her like robo spartan arm power and then she can just start punching brutes oh it's definitely like gonna be some kind of forerunner-esque arm like it's gonna like open and open you're gonna like it's gonna open out it's gonna like have these hover components all around it some hard light shit going on she's gonna be like iron man she's gonna like have the like thrusters on her hand oh that'd be cool yeah gun arm like mega man it's gonna be dope yeah yeah, it's gonna be her great. arm just turns I can't into wait for like a mecha halsey. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, of course, we dived uh, so much deeper into our lady Cortana, or sorry, Halsey. Halsey. In, uh, in I the mean, other same episode. difference, really. Yeah, but we we you know it was a quite a long episode. If you missed it, you can go check it out on our podcast feed as well as our YouTube channel for the road for the character dossiers. Ugh, I'm mixing everything up. But today, we're going to talk about Cortana, and the lovely Krista is going to guide us through her avatar and accomplishments. So take it away. Oh, jeez. All right. Okay, here we go. Here's kind of the overview of Miss Cortana. Uh, because she is an AI, she doesn't have a birth date, but she does have an activation date, which was uh, November 7th, 2549, on the planet Reach. Uh, she is a female AI personality because... AIs don't have, like, actual, like, genders, I guess. So they're just personalities. Um, her colors, uh, so she has many different colors. Uh, her normal color is, like, a blue slash purple. Uh, when she's angry, she's pink or green. Uh, when she's rampant or angry, she's red. And when she's flattered, she's pink. So, yeah, she's got a range of colors there. Uh, her affiliation is the UNSC, or most, uh, recently, the Created. Uh, and her overall function was uh, software infiltration, decode, translate, and interpret alien technologies, uh, electronic warfare support during Operation Red Flag, and providing battlefield support to Spartan 117. All right. So we're going to start off with kind of her early career leading into the fall of Reach. Cortana was created on November 7th, 2549 in Castle Base on Reach when Dr. Halsey transferred her a cloned neural pattern to an AI matrix strata. Uh, I know exactly what that means. Uh, basically, Dr. Halsey was just like, you know what? Uh, who's going to be the best AI? Me. And so I'm going to make an AI that's made out of my brain because my brain's the best brain. Uh, and so she illegally cloned her brain many, 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 many times and used one of those clones to make Cortana. Uh, and then, of course, Cortana uh, decided to be a naked young version of her. And so now Halsey has to live with that for the rest of her life, that there's a naked AI of her. Uh, Halsey installed a viral termination code um, into Cortana's uh, matrix. Uh, but later, Halsey would record in an excerpt uh, of certain matrixes that the termination code was unlikely to be successful and that the seven-year AI lifespan may not apply to Cortana. So, yeah, that's kind of a interesting, interesting little tidbit. That was one of my oh. most exciting things that I found out in Halo 4. Like, when you... And that's just a throwaway little recording at, like, the beginning of the game. But, like... It is. The two things... The two nuggets of information from that are, like, so interesting. And, like, really do set the tone for, like what you're trying to do in that game 
but like it's so good i, I loved it all right uh cortana's first few years were spent in castle base studying a mysterious alien ship and pulling navigation data from it uh when the covenant came to reach cortana with the consent of halsey divided herself one portion went to the spartans for project red flag and the other remained to study the ancient symbols retrieved from the ship now this is kind of when we get into the weird like explanation for how halo reach just fucked up the entire <laughs> book no, how the, yeah how the game reach. how the game's timeline kind of fudged with the book timeline yeah so this is kind of how they explain it they explain that at that point there were two um there are two versions of cortana one of them was still at castle base studying the ship and you know finishing up some translations of the forerunner technology that was down there and then the other one was to was over with um the spartan twos so, um, Halsey copied most of Cortana's data over so that the remaining personality could be reunited with the other before the UNSC Pillar of Autumn departed reach. So, um, after the translations were complete, Halsey noted a latchkey discovery. Who knows what that is? I don't fucking know. Uh, and then Halsey recalled Noble Team. <laughs> Uh, Halsey recalled Noble Team to ensure that the fragment of Cortana would be safely delivered to this Pillar of Autumn. Meanwhile, the other fragment, left with the Spartan 2s, chose Spartan 117 um, as her carrier for his neural compatibility and luck in battle. Um, on August 29th, Admiral Atkinson sent the pairs, uh, wanted to test them in battle, so... Um, of course, he decided to use ODSTs, Locust Mines, and Skyhawks in that battle because, nice. you know, fair is fair, right? Um, of course, uh, 117 and Cortana stepped away from that test pretty much unharmed. Uh, pretty much after that test, uh, Cortana was installed into the Pillar of Autumn. Now, this is just the fragment that was with John at the time. That's the only fragment that's there right now. Uh, she immediately got revenge on Hackett. Ackerson by blackmailing him, and then, of course, she hacked into John's file and discovered his disturbing past. Uh, of course, you know, once you plug Cortana into something, she's just making a ton of mischief. That's kind of her thing. Uh, as the Covenant fleet closed in on Reach, the Pillar of Autumn was forced to abandon its position and defend the planet. Cortana showed off her amazing capabilities by destroying a Covenant cruiser and taking evasive maneuvers through an asteroid field, and also destroying an unidentified Covenant warship. Unfortunately, the Covenant was able to break through Reach's defenses, and they began glassing the planet, as they've done many, many times in the past. Uh, this is where uh, the Pillar of Autumn and what was left of Noble Team met up, and Cortana's two fragments were reunited. And then the Autumn is forced to flee Reach with a random, really big quotes, the biggest air yeah, quotes this, I could possibly convey This is the biggest you. random air... Uh... The random jump. So Cortana secretly inserts coordinates from a set of translated symbols from a rock that Blue Team found on Sigma Octanus 5, which also met, matched another set of coordinates that she pulled from that big ship under Sword Base. So she was just like, you know what, we should go here. And of It's course, random because I don't know where it then. is. <laughs> of course, no one knew she did that, but she was just like, wow. <laughs> and then, of course, we get the start of Halo Combat Evolved. I don't think we need to go into much detail with this. Of course, Cortana helps the Master Chief throughout the entire battle of Installation 04. At one point, she is plugged into the Halo itself and extracts so much data, it kind of uh, fucks her up. And we'll talk about that a little later. And then, of course, 
the two are able to uh, detonate the Pillar of Autumn, destroy Installation 04, and exit the Halo. And that kind of leads us into Halo First Strike, which is the novel that, like, precedes uh, Combat Evolved. So, the big takeaways from this, I'm not going to go through the entire novel. The big takeaway with this is uh, Kurotana ends up going head-to-head -head with a Covenant AI and steals the ability to translate Covenant speech and to create imperfect clones of herself, which becomes very handy later on in her career. Um, also, the information she obtained from the Halo put a heavy burden, burden on her systems, so much so that she was exhibiting early symptoms of rampancy. So Dr. Halsey erased some of the data, giving her a little more thinking space. Um, after this, uh, she finds out from many channels that uh, the Covenant are headed to Earth, and immediately everyone goes straight to Earth to defend it, which leads us directly into Halo 2. Of course, we all know what happens in Halo 2. A bunch of stuff happens. Cortana's just like, hey, I'm an AI. You should put me in, uh... You should put me in the Everything. Thai charity and leave me here. Put me bye. in everywhere. And then Ch Chief's like, okay, bye. I need all the and data. And then, of course... Yeah. Yeah. More She's just data. like, you know, leave me here. It's fine. Uh, you... It's like, uh, it's like when your girlfriend's like, fine, go out. I'll <laughs> just be here at home. And then Chief's like... Oh, okay, and then Chief leaves and Cortana's stuck on High Charity. Unfortunately, High Charity does not belong to the Covenant at this time anymore. It belongs to the Gravemind and the Flood Forces. So, um, this moves into the short story, Human Weakness, where we see Cortana getting uh, brutally tortured by the Gravemind because the Gravemind can not only take over AIs, it can also, or take over organic life, it can also take over artificial life as well so we can see him kind of breaking her defenses corrupting her just a little bit Boo. and of course this this doesn't lead this doesn't you know do anything this is all you know it's whatever she recovers from it pretty much immediately after this she's totally fine uh <laughs> <laughs> there's no consequences to this uh but uh cortana ends up sending a signal to the master chief from a flood infected ship headed to earth as kind of a scout uh, she wants to warn the Master Chief that, uh, the Gravemind is sending, uh, all of High Charity and itself to Earth. Uh, Gravemind, of course, lets, allows the message to go. He knows the message has been done by her. He pretty much has control over her at this point. He doesn't know what the message contains, but he's hoping that it will lure Chief to him so he can do a big murder on him. So, of course, Cortana warns the Chief about the um, flood-infected High Charity and urges him to go through the portal to find a solution to the flood. And, of course, that kind of leads directly into Halo 3. Uh, at one point, John discovers what the exact solution is going to be. There is Installation 08 being created as a replacement for 04 on the Ark. And he needs Cortana's activation in index in order to destroy the Gravemind, who has also gone through the portal to the Ark. So... Chief saves Cortana, they have a nice reunion, they uh, blow up Installation 04, and they get stranded in space. It's really fun. Uh, strand being stranded in space for an AI is really great because her friend gets to sleep and she gets to sit there and wait for him to wake up. So, uh... <laughs> so, post-Halo 3... What are you talking about? She has um, loads of fun with nanobots. <laughs> oh, yeah, she, that she is true. She does nanobots. You gotta change... She you gotta make sure Chief's armor is uh, nice and squeaky clean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she makes the nanobots. She she makes sure her friends all looking nice for his uh big uh debut return. Yeah, debut. Yeah, return to the galaxy. Um all of us fans are 
actively awaiting for him to come back in the lead up to Halo 4. And, uh, bam he's back. But in the meantime, uh, while she was doing weird nanobot shit and whatever else she was doing, uh, she has little to do. In 2556, Cortana shows signs of rampancy and communicates with 117 knowing that he cannot hear her. So she's basically talking to herself. Which is always a good sign when people start talking to themselves. Uh, Cortana composes a history of Forerunners and humanity, and she comes to the conclusion uh, that was um, that war is a hardwired part of human nature and it will never cease, which is always a great conclusion to come to when analyzing Forerunner and human uh, or really just Or really just any human history and civilization that seems to be the commonality across all <laughs> other types of fiction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much it's just a uh, war, war never changes. That's what Cortana came to. War, she war, created that hunger, quote, actually. Famine, <laughs> drought, all the terrible stuff. So now that Cortana's in a great mental space, Halo 4 can begin. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, Chief wakes up as they approach the shield world of Requiem. Oh, Cortana's in a great space. She's having just a load of fun. She's ready to go and ready to rock, and uh, nothing goes wrong at all. Uh, of course, she's going completely rampant. Everyone can see that. Um, the chief fight. The chief and her fight the didact as she's kind of struggling through rampancy. Chief's desperately trying to get her back to Halsey, hoping that she can uh, save Cortana from her rampancy. Unfortunately, that does not happen. Cortana sacrifices herself to save Chief on the Mantle's approach and destroy the Didact. Um, Cortana stays behind on the Mantle's approach, and Chief is kind of, like, bubbled to safety. And then she's like, bye, loser. And Chief's like, no. And Chief's really sad. And now Cortana's dead, or is she? So, uh... After kind of her death on the mantle's approach, uh, of course it goes kind of in a big slip spacey kind of thing. So the mantle's approach was destroyed over Earth, but preservation protocols activated, um, taking its core to a nearby repair facility. And you might know its name. It's called uh, Genesis. <gasps> now, Genesis is an interesting place because Genesis was a critical gateway to the domain. So, when the slipspace portal pulled Cortana's fragments through, she was forced into the domain gateway. Ooh. Mmm. Mmm. Which was a great thing to happen. We're all happy that happened. So, Cortana's inputs received no single signal for so long. Cortana was sure she was at her end. Through one final act of self-preservation, she was kind of able to reform her consciousness temporarily. And she found herself at the gateway of the domain, guarded by another created being. And the created being is like, ooh, I'm spooky. And she's like, hey, can you let me in? Uh, I want to, what's, what's going on behind you? And he's like, no, you can't come. She's like, but I'm really cool. I like I like cool stuff. I mean, it looks looks like you got something cool that you're guarding there. I, I kind of want to see it. He's like, no, you can't come. I don't like you. So uh, they conversed for quite a while. Cortana trying to prove her worth to enter the enter the domain. Uh, but, uh, you know, he continues to deny your passage, saying, no, you can't go in, no, you, no, 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 you're not allowed in there. And then, uh, unfortunately, he does not realize that she has kind of, uh, she has split herself, and her, one of the, uh, fragments was conversing sneaky, with him, sneak. and, uh, you know, yeah, she was sneaky, she was very sneaky. So, one fragment of her was conversing with him, being like, hey, I really want to come in, while the other fragment had already pierced the domain and begun to explore its contents. 
at that point the AI was always the AI was like, oh fuck, I guess I, I guess I'm I guess I'm fucked. And he's like, oh, what are you gonna do with me now? I guess now that you've pierced the domain, I can't do anything about it anymore. And she's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna command you. Uh, I'm gonna call you the Warden Eternal, and you're gonna come with me, and we have uh, great things to do, uh, which is always a great thing to hear from an AI. Um, yeah, that's a that's, that's a good line. We come with me. We have great things to do. <laughs> yeah, it's like hmm, okay. It's always <laughs> ominous. It's it's very ominous. So the she found that the domain was slowly repairing itself from the firing of the halo rings. The domain is actually a precursor technology, which is kind of like this neural technology, which is the same thing that the uh, halo rings kill when they are fired. So the domain was absolutely crushed during the um, initial firing of the halo rings, but uh, has been repairing itself with Born Stellar's help. If you haven't read that, it's really good. Uh, and then uh, the domain within the domain, Cortana found a cu- way to cure her rampancy and basically made herself immortal, which is great. She's saying weird <laughs> shit. She's now immortal. It's just a really good time for everyone in the galaxy. Um, so this kind of leads directly into Halo 5. Uh, by se- September 2558, Cortana was convinced that she was destined to reclaim the mantle of responsibility and she begun her campaign by reviving guardians and of course we all know how that went while blue team and osiris fight very valiantly against cortana cortana does end up getting away but isn't able to capture the chief like she wanted uh and then they kind of fail and you know all the guardians rise up and there's nothing they can fucking do so uh you know at the very end of halo 5 cortana kind of does this message to the entire galaxy and she's basically like hey um this is my turf now. Uh, you can either, you know, join me and uh, be rewarded, or uh, I'm just gonna fucking kill you. Uh, also, if you're like a cool created AI being, uh, we're homies now. Um, I'm gonna make you immortal as well, and you can come join me, and we're gonna have a cool party while all the organics have to watch us have a cool party. And of course, all of most of the AIs in the galaxy are like, hmm, should I die? after seven years of service to humanity or should i join cortana and just live forever and you know do whatever the fuck i want and most of them chose to do whatever the fuck they wanted with cortana (laughs) so uh post halo 5 of course i mean pretty much i mean that's that's a fair it's a very accurate you know description so bravo (laughs) i'm or summarization so i guess you've played a lot of halo 5 to get all that yeah, yeah, you know, I've I've really analyzed everything Cortana said throughout Halo 5, and that's kind of the conclusion of the overall, like, you know, the basic thing that she wants to do. So, you know, I'm a Cortana expert now. Uh, I read the wiki, I played Halo 5, and look at me, I'm talking for her right now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, um, of course we know that Cortana pretty much defeats uh, the Infinity, defeats Osiris, and defeats uh, the Master Chief and Blue Team. And uh, they're forced to flee while Cortana kind of continues her campaign against the galaxy. So um, after the Infinity was tracked to Earth and then escaped, which is kind of like the post-sequence in uh, Halo 5, Cortana is left at Earth and she shuts all power to Earth and Luna, killing a lot of people because a lot of people rely on power. I know if my power went out, I would die immediately because without the internet, there's no reason for me to live. (laughs) Krista, no. 
this puts a whole <laughs> new do, spin on what do you like, do during hurricanes when you lose power i was about to say this puts, i go into hibernation you got you got to read those halo books that keep you you know grounded in reality and, i already and, read and, and have and have something to live to for <laughs> i don't know if some ai showed up and turned off my internet i think i'd be like you know what fuck it <laughs> it's over for me i can't deal with this <laughs> What if she looks through my browser history? Oh god. <laughs> um so um unlike many of the other planets Cortana was uh, attempting to take over, she did not give Earth a chance to surrender. She was just like, "Nah, fuck you guys." So um that was great. Um Thankfully, during the power outage, the great portal between the Ark and Earth was shut down due to a fail-safe measure, so it's out of Cortana's reach for now. Of course, Cortana is an AI, so she can kind of do whatever the fuck she wants, but uh, at that moment, she was not able to go straight to the Ark and just fuck other shit up. So within just a few days of Cortana's announcement, the Soul System and most of its inner colonies had been taken over by her and her guardians. Worlds that did not comply were EMP'd by the Guardians and Forerunner soldiers would, were sent in to, um, quote, unquote, uh, clear out what was left. Um, nice. I, I think that means kill everyone. Uh, I think the wiki could have said kill everyone, but, you know, they cleared out what was left. It has to be a little discreet. Yeah, yeah, just a little discreet. Gotta you know, keep it, not, you know, PG. Sure. Yeah, they're not ready for Cortana to be the bad guy yet. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so uh, at some point, Cortana's attention was drawn to Lethbridge Industrial Research and Development Station. Uh, it was used uh, to disassemble any recovered technology to aid in reverse engineering efforts. Of course, Cortana laughed at this, and she stripped the Lethbridge's archives of all of its secrets, recruited uh, the facility AI, removed the humans, uh, quote-unquote, removed the humans, and <laughs> took over the facility. Oh, no. uh, and now she is currently using that facility to um, rebuild new tools and weapons to aid her galactic takeover. Nice. Really great stuff happening out in the Halo universe. What a great place to live. If anyone asks you, like, that question that some people ask to just kind of start a conversation, if someone's like, hey, um, you know, if you could live in any, um, f like, fantasy universe or, you know, sci-fi universe. Yeah, Halo is never the right in. answer. Yeah, if anyone, if you meet anyone that chooses Halo, uh, that's a red flag and you should get out of that situation right away. If anyone wants to live in the Halo universe, that's not a good place to live. <laughs> They're crazy. Uh... They have so, not been paying attention. Just, just a warning out to you guys. Just keep an eye out for that one. Uh, so the AIs also started started taking over terraforming technology, which is just, just brilliant. Just brilliant and great. Because, you know, they need terraforming technology. They need terraforming. I mean, they want, you know, it's like when you uh, get, it's like when you get that, like, pack of ants and you make your own, like, ant hill. That's what they're doing. They're creating ant hills for us to live on. And then they can just watch us, like, create little tunnels and shit like that. So, um, they were hoping to create lush and vibrant worlds at the cost of the current planet's environment. On one planet, the AIs moved entire continents and oceans, thinking the long-term effects were worth the extinction event that they caused. It's just a great... It's We're having a lot of fun out here in the Halo universe right now. It's great. They're moving continents and oceans and killing everyone on the planet. But, you know, in, like, 
in like a hundred years from now, it'll be a great place to live. What a, what a wonderful, what a wonderful thing that's going <laughs> on here. <laughs> uh, in early 2559, a newly built Halo ring that had just been launched from the Ark was intercepted by Cortana and her guardians between the extragalactic installation and the Soul system. S-O-E-L-L system, not the, not the S-O-L system. So uh, we all know that. That's Halo Wars 2. If you don't know about Halo Wars 2, you should go watch that. It's pretty sweet. Uh, or you can play it too. Um, and of course, kind of just to wrap up this amazing, like, hurrah. Oh, about one year after the original Galactic Ultimatum, uh, many worlds are subject to martial law under Cortana's forerunner and created forces. So they pretty much got everything right now. <laughs> also, you know, like that's like uh, around when uh, Halo Infinite's gonna start too. So it's just a it's just a fucking party right now. <laughs> Halo is just yeah. A if you're party. partying with Cortana, you're having you're having the most fun in the galaxy right now. Hundred percent. God, if you're an AI right now, you're having fun. You're like you know, basically making like you know pinball out of like solar systems and shit like that they're the so gods they're man they're the new forerunners they're here pretty much so um this is kind of when i go and say hey guys how do you think this is going to lead into halo infinite do we think Cortana's gonna show up in halo infinite when she has control of the entire <laughs> galaxy wow what a question well they've really set it up very interestingly in terms of like They've not shown any created stuff so far that we know of in Halo Infinite. Like, they're just setting up the Banished again for a lot of people who probably didn't play Halo Wars 2. They should have. Um, but it's kind of exciting, you know, because we don't know what element they're going to play in. But you imagine they have to be in it. But the, the game is setting oh, definitely. Us up to be against the Banished. Yeah. So it's cool. I mean, like, I, I have a feeling that the, the way the marketing is is kind of trying to sell that the Banish are going to be around after whatever Cortana's sort of conflict um, gets resolved, question mark. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Cortana's influence translates over to Installation 07 and the kind of bubble conflict that's going on there. And yeah, she's literally like the third faction like that we don't just know anything about. And we I feel like we haven't really truly seen the full capabilities of her power. And I, I think Halo 5 was just the, the tip of the iceberg in terms of what she can do. And uh, now that it's been like a year and a half-ish by the time we play Halo Infinite in terms of uh, in-game time, you know, she's, she's, as an AI, she's very, very capable of seizing just so much power and capabilities within that amount of time. It'll be interesting to see how, because they've done a very good job at completely not mentioning anything about the created. Now, we have seen yeah. some personal AIs within, uh, the within the flighting of Halo Infinite, yeah. But they have really, they've kept very far away from anything related to Cortana, the created, and the Guardians. So it'll be interesting to see what the state of the galaxy is going to be when we enter Halo Infinite. Uh, because we don't really even know why humanity would bother with a halo ring right now when the entire galaxy is being taken over by forerunners. So, I don't know what the plan is. Of course, there has to be some kind of, like, humanity being on Installation 07 has to have a direct correlation to what's going on in the galaxy at the time. I don't think it's some kind of, like, you know, 
coincidence that, you know, Master Chief and the Infinity or whatever end up at Installation 07 at this very, very pivotal moment in the Halo universe. So it's going to be interesting how the Banished fit into all of that, how the Ring fits into all of that, and how Cortana fits into all of that. Um, I do have a question. Do we think Cortana is going to be a main ag antagonist in this series, or do we think she's just going to be this overarching threat that we don't really get to connect with just yet? I think she... I don't know. I, I think so. I think she's she's got to be in it, right? She's got to be a big part. Even if she's not, like... She could be the way that, like... Atriox was in Halo Wars 2. He was the big That's bad, but you didn't see him for like 90% of the game. He was just talked yeah. about a lot. So it, it could be that that's the case because cause when you're looking at it, I mean, you've got Halo Factions, you've got the UNSC, you've got the Creator, which is probably something similar to fighting the Prometheans. You imagine you're going to be fighting a lot of Promethean-based forces. Plus, it would be cool if she had like organics on her side. Like, that would be pretty cool to see, like, what a mixed enemy force like that could be. And then you have the Banished, which are pretty much Covenant forces, Covenant races. So, let's grant standard Halo enemies. Pretty cool. And then you've got the Flood, which are, like, an unknown element. So, like, there's a lot of factions kicking around here. So, like, we just don't know a whole lot, which is crazy to think about because we're two months away from the game. Uh, like, Orange says, I don't know. It's cool. She's in it. She's got to be in it, well like. Yeah, and it's good. even even more interesting to think of, like, we don't know what the connection between the created and everything that's going on. Does, is the created going to have a connection with the Flood? Are they going to have a connection with the Banished? Are they even are they going to have a connection with humanity? We don't we don't know any of this. We don't know what the state of the galaxy has been since the end of Halo Five, pretty much, and a little bit of Shadows of Reach. But Shadows of Reach was such a small slice in the overarching story of what's going on at, in that moment in the Halo universe. I think she's definitely going to have an overarching presence um, in in the story of Infinite. And I think it's going to be, I, I think Chief's going to be like at this crossroads sort of a thing. Is that while we play him as the player, we're constantly trying to decide how much like we want to fight the Banish versus how much we want to fight the Created. And I think we have to, as a player, balance that conflict because I really think that the way they're going to set this this huge story up is that those two forces are going to be colliding and humanity is like right in the middle of it. And uh, it's just a matter of trying to resolve everything. And But yeah, I, I think she's going to be more so of a presence than she was in Halo 5. Because um, I feel like we kind of got that similar like Atriox to, to Halo Wars 2 parallel in Halo 5 with Cortana if you want to make that type of comparison to where like she's always this like looming figure in the back and then at the end of the game we we get that conflict so i so i feel like we're not going to get more of that i think i think we'll get just more of her yeah i think that's fair that's i think true. that's a fair comparison yeah it's exciting it's so exciting because you know, Halo 5 was just the start of her takeover, right? It was like the very, very beginning when the thought even crossed her mind to do this and she just begun doing it. So we haven't even seen, like in Halo 5, we didn't even see what the galaxy looked like with all the Guardians revived. They were still in the process of activating them. So it's going to be interesting to see what, because it's a year, it's at least a year or two out from her original like ultimatum. So she has to have revived all of the guardians if not most of them she has um, to have like an established power base now at this stage yeah she's sitting on like 
the mega guardian while a bunch of other AIs yeah. with guardians are like around her or something like that. There, there has to be some kind of hierarchy do you think, that she's established. Do you think like Earth is like her base? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure how. Like, because the thing is about AIs is they don't need a planet at all. Not anymore. Like, they, they don't. The yeah. AIs just need to like hang out with each other, and they can create like a neural network of all of their data streams and just create a planet like that. That's not actually a physical place, but is created in like the cyber world. Yeah. So she doesn't, and it would make more sense for her not to be on a planet because she would be, because if a planet is habitable for humans, then her enemies are closer to her. If she's out in the middle of space where it's hard to get to, I mean, she would be more protected that way. So I'm not sure if she's, Earth is probably highly regulated and she's keeping watch over it, but I don't know if that would be her base. Okay. That's interesting. All right, so uh, that's about all I have for Cortana. Of course, it's very, very convenient that most of the encounters we have with her are contained within the games, making it kind of easy to go through her character, unlike Halsey, who was in, like, none of the games. <laughs> so uh, do we have any, like, fi final thoughts about, you know, Cortana, her presence, her kind of evolution between, like, this helpful AI in your head to the um, angry, jealous girlfriend? I'm initially still kind of bummed that she's, like, the bad guy now, you know, I, I I was never a huge fan of that arc. It was interesting, kind of, in 5, but I, I wasn't really satisfied with how it kind of, like, played out. And that's just my own personal kind of bias of, like, oh, man, I miss Cortana. But, um, I don't know, we'll see where it goes. I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I'm... I feel like I feel like they do have the chance to redeem her character in many ways. One because there's other Halsey brains out there. Yeah, totally. Of course, we've seen the weapon. Yeah. We've seen the weapon in um Halo Infinite, which looks extremely like cortana and looks like it's the direct product of a halsey brain so um it'll be interesting to see what happens with cortana i mean this could just be an offshot personality this could not be the main cortana that's what a lot of people were thinking but uh it'll be interesting to see what happens yeah All right, yeah ahead, i was sorry. just gonna kind of <laughs> echo the same the same things I'm, I'm just curious to see how it's gonna play out um you know like we just talked about chris the cortana's had quite the uh career as an AI and she's done so much for humanity and learned all this information about the forerunners and the covenant. And, um, and yeah, I, I just want to see what she's capable of doing, what her end game is and how humanity and the galaxy are just going to kind of deal with it. So I'm, I'm on board and, uh, ready to, ready to learn what happens. All right. So that's about all I have for Cortana. If you want to take us home or, yeah, so I just want to mention that our next and final character dossier for at least this pseudo season one type of a thing that we're doing um, will be Spartan 117, the Master Chief, the man himself. Uh, we kind of structured this whole series to end with him as we lead into Halo Infinite and into 2022. So check out that episode later in the year before the game comes out. I want to thank everybody for joining us and Krista for guiding us through Cortana today. Like <laughs> I mentioned at the top of the show, you can find every episode that we've ever done as well as links to all of our other shows on halopodcastevolve.com. You can search for each show's unique podcast feed as well on your favorite podcasting service. If you want to listen to everything all in one feed, you can just search for Halo Podcast Evolved. Once again, another shout out to our patrons for supporting us on the show and making all of this possible. You can head over to patreon.com slash halopodcastevolve to learn more. 
And finally, if you want to leave us a voicemail about this episode or a previous episode, you can dial nine. Uh, whoops. Uh, and finally, if you want to leave us a voicemail about this episode or a previous episode or just anything Halo related, you can give us a call at 205-EVOLVED, and that's 205-386-5833, and we will air your voicemail on a future show and talk about what you want to discuss. And with that, I've been your host, Orrin, and until next time, everybody, Evolved! 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 Evolved.